All right, what's up, everybody? My name's Jello, and welcome to episode two of Tech Check. As promised, we're going to be giving you the public beta features for iPad OS. Okay, so again, just to note, this is the public beta. That means that it's not the official release for the operating system. Okay, so for those of you who don't know what an operating system is, it's the program. That makes your device work properly. Okay, so right now you're you're on iOS 12. Um, we're talking about the iPad, of course. If that's working fine for you, I feel like you can just wait for the official release of iPad OS uh, in the fall. Uh, but for now, if you're the type who w- would love to experiment with all these new features, but running the risk of breaking your thousand dollar or more device then be my guest okay so in this podcast or in this episode we're going to be giving you six features that's already available in the ipad os public beta okay so these are my top six and then we're going to go into the bugs after that just so you guys get a heads up um, and maybe let you guys decide if the new features outweigh the bugs that are present right now okay so let's get on to it for the first feature that we have over here is none other than the safari desktop class browser Okay, so what this means is that uh, your iPad is now telling Safari or any website out there that uh, you're using a desktop instead of just a tablet or or like an iPhone device. Because if you go to any um, website right now, it's just going to show you a version of it that's compatible for an iPhone. But the problem is iPhones are too small, right? So they limit the features when you're using an iPhone or like another, a smaller gadget, like a smartphone to view websites. So what websites developers did or like browsers um, would do is to give you a dumbed down version of a website. Now what the new iPad OS would would do is give you an indicator where it maximizes um, the, the, the power of the iPad Pro and, and would give you the actual smart, I would say, probably full version of a website. Um, and the, the, the iPad OS gives us uh, better touch quality, which means um, usually you would use a mouse uh, or a touchpad to navigate a website. Uh, touch is now better than ever you can try if you don't want to talk about you can try this out with google chrome right now because with google chrome there's an option uh to request for a desktop version of of the 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 website so those are the three dots uh, on the top right corner click that click request desktop site and then play around with with some websites like um for work airtable wordpress uh google docs uh for one but the thing is uh doing touch and those websites won't really do you any good uh especially when scrolling a document because because the the ipad doesn't work well with websites but 
doing the Safari desktop class browser now gives us a better touch experience uh, with Google Docs, with, with WordPress, with other desktop class websites okay in addition to this uh before the ipad os you cannot download anything directly to your ipad now they've included a download manager which now opens up a world of of, of possibilities you can now download videos music um photos um uh, people before would usually download songs from youtube and they'd go to like a youtube um mp3 converter uh before when you click download it would just show you another web page that has like a cached version of of the mp3 a cached version just means like an offline version of of your of your mp3 file now you can download it as a real file on your ipad um also they've added a font button over here which technically allows you to enlarge the font of the website if you're you're having a hard time reading it and what's what's also nice about it is you can screenshot not just what you see on the ipad screen but the whole page and convert it to pdf which means you can also use your apple pencil to mark up the entire page of that website how cool is that Next up in our public beta features, uh, second, um, Photos app. Photos app now features years, months, dates, uh, days, and all photos, but not your typical ones because you can zoom in and zoom out um, with your iPad Pro from all photos to days to years uh, to months. And it gives you sort of like a summary um, depending on what view you're in. So for example, you went into days, you'd see all the photos from that day. But if you sort of um, pinch, pinch out to a month view, it would just give you like a top uh, photo that would summarize your month. Further, if you pinch out one more time, it goes to the years section, and then now it gives you, it gives you like a summary of that year with just one photo. It also autoplays the video or or live photos or or, or gifts inside the Photos app, and I think. One of the best features for the Photos app is giving you the ability to apply the same editing features to video. You can crop videos, you can apply filters, you can uh, brighten videos straight from your Photos app. Now, Visco right now is an app, a third-party app that offers this at a premium. You're going to have to buy a subscription from Visco to edit videos. And I think the new iPad OS just killed Visco, Visco's paid version. Uh, third, a really big deal uh, for everybody who would love to replace their Macs with the iPad Pro is the Files app. Files app would essentially give you support for any thumb drive, for any USB drive or hard disks. Uh, all you need to have is that USB-C cable that you could connect to the side of your iPad and open the files app and it's gonna work like how you would navigate it with a PC or a Windows computer. Open up the folder, you can see subfolders and you can also see metadata. So 
yeah, w w what is metadata? It's it's essentially the um, the signature or the footprint or the information of that photo, like where you took it, uh, when it was modified, when it was created, etc., etc. Which you can only do um, on a real computer right now. To um, on, on a Mac, I think it's Command I, and on a Windows, it's right click and view info. Now it's just up there. Uh, along with the files app um, another cool feature but um, I don't think it's gonna be used by majority right now is sidecar sidecar essentially turns your iPad Pro into a second screen to your Mac uh, as long as you have the Mac OS Catalina now the reason why I said it's not gonna be as widely used right now is because of, like for example I have an old iPad uh, an old um, Mac rather and I'm running on um, a, a lower OS version which is not Catalina it's not gonna support the ex it's extended monitor um, the, the magic here is that it just wirelessly connects uh, and it's seamless it's like how your handoff now works where you can copy from your phone and then paste on your Mac or paste on your iPad without even connecting anything um, the sidecar works perfectly, of course, even with your touch bars on your new Macs. It's going to show a, a virtual touch bar on the iPad that lets you control anything basically that you can control with your existing touch bar. Next up, the fifth um, public beta feature uh, that we're going to talk about is text. Um, what you can do with your keyboard right now, if it's spread out too big and you want to use one hand, especially if you you are on a, on a smaller iPad uh, where you can just hold it with one hand, is you can just pinch the keyboard. It turns into a small keyboard uh, and best used with swipe type. Swipe type is like your Swift key, your Gboard right now, and just and Apple just made it made it native to iPad OS. Um, drag cursor to move is also a feature. Um, if you go to the Notes app, um, you can just instead of having that magnifying glass appear when you want to go drag the cursor, it really just enlarges the cursor itself, so you know where to put it exactly. Uh, select text by holding, and the coolest feature right now, which is very intuitive, is three fingers cut, copy, paste. Um, if you want to copy, you just use three fingers to sort of pinch it out of the notepad, and if you want to paste it, just put it, slam it back in by just opening three fingers up against the screen. Um, cut, uh, I've just recently discovered, um, You, if you wanna cut, you just pull it from, literally pull it with three fingers from the screen twice. Um, but right now there's a known bug that when you cut, it, it doesn't really detect the text that you wanna cut. Um, if you're not into that, you can just use three fingers again, just tap for the right click feature wherein after you select something, tap three fingers, it's gonna show you the options on top with cut, copy, paste. Uh, lastly on this list for top iPad OS public beta features uh, is the home screen. Home screen now features pinned widgets on the left side. Now, if you're a smartphone user, you would know what a widget is. Um, these are your quick, uh, quick views for all your uh, favorite information like stocks, weather, calendar, etc., etc. Now, if you're using it for work, um, essentially it's very useful because it's right there on your home screen. So you can just set your your iPad on your table, plug it. Don't let it sleep and you're going to have a quick view of your day. You're going to have a quick view of the weather or even your reminders can be pinned on the left side of your home screen. And now also they've integrated like a 3D, 
3D touch like feature uh, for your apps. So if you long press for a short while, that's that's kind of weird. Long press for a short while, but if you long press too long, it's it's gonna give you the wiggly screen, right? So if you long press for a short while, it's gonna give you a feature that's gonna uh, pop out some options for that specific app, sort of like a 3D touch for the iPhone 10 and 10s and 10s Max. Um, that's about it. Basically, the six things that you might be missing out on. Uh, if you don't download the public beta now, but it's up to you if you want to risk it because there are known bugs right now on Apple.com that you can actually see that warns you of bugs that are currently present uh, in the public beta release. First is while installing it, it might give you a mini heart attack because <laughs> It's gonna be really slow with the Apple logo while you install the whole OS. So if you don't know how to install these things, um, they essentially turn off your device automatically and and restarts it with the Apple logo and the loading bar at the bottom of it. And that part is really slow if you have a large photo library, which I think everybody has. Um, wallpapers, uh, if you saw dark mode, um, wallpapers would automatically change to white, to black, to any color um, that's assigned to it. Right now, it's not gonna work as well as you'd want it. Um, I'm not saying 100% of the time it's not gonna work, but you're gonna have moments where you're in dark mode, but your wallpaper is gonna be white. Um, also, big one for me, the Wi-Fi icon might go missing at certain times, even if you're connected to the Wi-Fi. So it's really confusing, especially if you're gonna use this for work. Um, also, tapping links inside apps might cause them to be unresponsive and you're gonna have to force close these apps for you to go into it again to, to do whatever task you want um icloud backup if you guys do that i don't know why but if you do um it's it's essentially it, it has a bug where it shows you a the, the progress bar of it backing up but it never finishes apple says uh it actually did back up uh your your, your data but um, the bug is there just so, uh, I don't know, it, it, it tells you it's not finished, but it's finished. So it's, it's, it's weird. Uh, also, third-party apps like Gmail, WhatsApp, Instagram Stories, and Chromecasting um, might not work and might cause a lot of crashes while using these. Big one for me, for the average consumer, is the Instagram Story feature. So it's going to cause... Instagram stories to mute even if you're supposed to hear sound. Uh, that's not a good. Uh, that's not a good a, a good bug to have if you're spending sixty percent, seventy percent of your time on Instagram watching Instagram stories. So there you have it. There's like the top six iPad public beta features uh, that you might be missing out on if you don't download. But if you do not download, you're gonna risk seeing one, two, three, four, six. There you go. It's 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 apparently six. Uh, the the top six bugs also that you might experience uh, if if you dare to try the public beta for iPad OS. And I'm not saying that you're gonna experience the bugs 100%. What I'm saying is you're gonna have to risk it.
some devices would experience it, some won't. Uh, the hard part about tech is that they're playing with a lot, with, with technically millions or billions of, of devices, right? And they're all trying to support these devices in one operating system. So it's not a, it, it's supposed to, well, it's supposed to be a one size fits all kind of thing. Um, but you'd have factors like storage, you'd have factors uh, like the, the, the battery life of the phone, you'd have factors like uh, the location if, if it's not good with signal and then you, you're, you're going to have a signal problem, things like that, that, that we wouldn't normally understand if we don't go into the specifics of testing this beta. Um, the point of the beta is to test. And if you're not a tester, I don't think you should download it. But if you're a risk taker, if you want the excitement, and if you can spare an extra $1,200 to replace your iPad in case you brick it uh, in the process of updating. Bricking means essentially losing all your features and just shutting down. Like you're going to have a literal brick a $1,200 brick <laughs> uh, without the operating system, which means you can't use it anymore. If you have that to spare, then why not? Uh, again, it's, it's really up to you, but these are th- this podcast is just meant to outline the pros and cons. And uh, if you ask me, I wouldn't, although I'm, I'm tempted because a lot of friends have already updated, but uh, they're, they're not experiencing bugs. So it's like for them, yes, it's working. They don't, they don't, they don't mind whatever UI user interface issue that, that it currently has. But again, I'm not saying that you should too, because while it's supposed to be one size fits all, it's technically not, not, not possible to do that 100% percent if you like what you're hearing you could follow this podcast it's basically for people who aren't into tech or maybe not uh, all knowing with the technical terms but you want to understand what you're buying or you want to understand what you're going to use or you're curious about these releases what is android what is ios what is this huawei thing what's the new iphone going to do how many cameras will i be able to use uh this podcast is for me to explain to you these things without knowing all the tech words or the tech things in the background suggest Maybe send me a message of the things that you want to talk about. You can even uh, send in questions or things to discuss. Uh, I'll do it for you. You can message me. Email is at uh, it's Angelo underscore Andres one at yahoo.com. I'll drop a link in this podcast. Also, um, for Instagram, it's at Gelo Green. That's J-E-E-L-O Green. Message me there. And we'll see how we can collab or maybe invite special guests to talk about your favorite uh, gadgets. That's it for this episode. It's been another round of Tech Check. We'll see you next time.